I'm Emily McComas with another edition of the 1075 podcast from the Propane Education and Research Council. Today, we're continuing our series about the challenges and opportunities for propane marketers during the COVID-19 pandemic by speaking with Jeremy Wishart, Perks Director of Technical Communications, and Gordon Cunningham, Director of Sales and Marketing for Georgia Gas, about business in the material handling market. The following is a conversation between the three of us, with Gordon starting out with the ways that COVID-19 has affected Georgia Gas. Most of the companies that we're, that are our customers in the industrial forklift, you know, industry, they are, um, they're essential. So naturally they're, they're open and, and functioning. But the problem is, is they're connected with, say, for example, uh, one of my customers is in the automotive. Uh, they build parts or assemble parts in their, in their uh, facility. And, um, well, obviously the automotive industry is, is uh, not doing so well at this time. So they're about half going. So uh, with that being said, they're not using very much propane. So it's a trickle down um, in, that, in that aspect with that particular customer. And then also with, uh, with just about everything right now. So we're seeing about a 25% uh, loss right now. Uh, but the only thing we can really do is reach out to our customers, increase our retentions, make sure that they're being, you know, that we're taking care of them um, and just in constant communication with. Is that a 25% loss, like just in general or just specific? Uh, it to- took over t- over time, uh, you know, since, ever, since the state of Georgia shut down from that time until right now, we've, our sales are down by 25%. Georgia Gas specifically being predominantly, you know, material handling focused, commercial gas focused, because you guys don't do any residential, correct? That is correct, yes. Well, now in so, Arkansas, well, not to confuse you, but in Arkansas, yes, we do residential, but, and, um, you know, we have two branches. So here in Georgia, oh, yeah, though, yeah. it's just strictly forklift, but to clarify. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was going to say, so it's, it's, I guess from, from that commercial standpoint, because it's been essential, even though you felt the impact of kind of reduced gallons because of everything that's going on, and that's just kind of the nature of the world being trickle down right now that customers aren't buying. So therefore the supply chain is kind of slowing down a little bit. Ultimately that impacts the gas. But from that standpoint, you guys being mainly commercially focused, especially in the, in the Georgia and Atlanta area has really kind of helped. I think, is there any words that you would give to other propane retailers that kind of have their kind of hand in all the cookie jars of all the markets that, that propane can particularly play in any advice that you would give them or any uh, words of support that you would give them to just, you know, like you said earlier, we're going to get through this, but any words that you would give them of encouragement or support or anything like that? Well, you know, Jeremy, as, as we know, we, we're learning more and more about this virus every day and, and, um, it, initially, like you said, I mean, we, 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 I, we took it serious, but at the same time, we never knew that it was going to go to this level. And, uh, right after, uh, Modex was over with, and, uh, you know, we, we started seeing reports that they're going to, they're not going to have NBA basketball. And, and then of course, baseball is questionable. And now we're even looking at, well, are there going to be any events, uh, 
any public events, concerts, uh, basketball, uh, football, whatever, for the rest of this year. So um, it's it's starting to, I guess, absorb and in, in, into our into our minds of what you know what's actually happening, and uh, and, the, and the world's changing right now, and and we have to adapt to that. And yes, is it going to be? It's going to be difficult for a few months, or, or might even for the rest of this year, it could be difficult. But we have to keep our heads up high. We got to keep reaching out to our customers. We will get through this. It's just going to be we're going to have to hit some bumps in the road along the way, and we're hitting them now. But and we'll we'll lose a little business, uh, or we're going to lose a little volume, but we will pick that back up. We, it just takes communicating with your customer letting them know that we'll go beyond the call of duty, whatever we need to do to accommodate them and just increase that uh, customer support to another level. And that's what we're doing now. We're just, that was one of the things that my dad told me. And when I started working with him in the early stages of working in the probate industry, it's just how important customer service is. And that's really where we have to shine right now. And that's my advice to any marketer out there right now is to reach out to your customer base, let them know that we're working hard through this. We're going to be very cautious and, and just, we got to ride this thing out. And, um, and eventually it will pay, pay off in the long run. We'll, the, our customers will remember um, how we communicated with them, how we rallied through this and, and in the long run, it will pay off. Yeah, that's that's definitely some some great uh, insight and great great words to live by. I think what's been instilled in you from your dad and your family-owned business, and ultimately now at Georgia Gas, is something that makes the propane industry as a whole just a great industry. It's a lot of family-focused, customer-driven, going that extra mile, and I think that's that's kind of the beauty of what this industry is. It's it's not huge multi national corporations that have offices, you know, in other countries and, and, you know, are living in a different world. It's, it's real world people here in the United States. It's your neighbor. It's your best friend. It's your, in your case, your father and you, you know, it's, it, that's, that's right. what's beautiful about this industry. Right. So that, and that takes up my questions and I'll, I'll leave it to Emily. I mean, you touched on it a little bit with that previous answer, Gordon, but do you foresee any other, changes right now to the way that you do business interact with your customers after all of this is over yeah i I think that our way of life in general not only how we do business but just our way of life is going to be drastically changed um at least right when we start seeing this tapering off and, and we will eventually start to see you know that the the curve will will dip. I think yes, our way of life is going to change. The way we do businesses uh, is, is with our customers. The way the way we treat our customers is going to all that's ultimately change. And that is that we're going to be cautious. Uh, we're, we have to keep our hands clean. Uh, uh, a lot of hand sanitizer. I think that's going to be uh, a product that we're going to be using quite a bit of. Uh, you didn't think anything about it, you know, a year ago, but now it's, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's a way of life. So we just, we're going to be doing things a lot different from this day forward, or really from, from, uh, from the time this happened 
you know, forward. So we're, you know, wearing masks, uh, whatever we need to do to make our customers feel comfortable and safe. And Jeremy said that pretty much all your customers are in this material handling commercial sector. Can you just like tell me a little bit of history of why your company has focused on these particular customers and maybe provide some insight into what's really important to them. What are their goals and how do you help them achieve those? Yes. When I first started with Georgia Gas over four years ago, we were in residential and did different things as well, chicken houses, whatnot, poultry. And we decided to make a change in our company just because we are our base is in Atlanta, in in the city of Atlanta, and we wanted to uh, we wanted to focus mainly on just commercial, what was making really our bread and butter. We were still pretty uh, pretty deep into the residential as well, but we decided that the, we needed to just focus mainly on commercial. That was that was the core of what that was the fabric of of Georgia Gas. That was what made us who we were or are. And um, so we decided that we would sell that part of the business, and we did um, two years ago. You know, since we're in Atlanta and the city of Atlanta, that's the core of of what we're going to see in the propane industry, and that's uh, warehouse and distribution centers using forklift gas. So we just uh, focused on selling forklift gas and providing our customers with that service. Uh, now we do also uh, generators occasionally. Um, so we we just focus mainly on just industrial and the and the reason behind that is because that was how the business was started. It was started with just commercial gas, and then we we branched out into different things. But we just went back to our roots and and decided we would focus on that and make it better than what it you know make it better. And uh, and we've come a long ways. We our gallons are are growing now naturally. Uh, this virus has, has set us back a little bit, but like I say, we're going to rally through this, and I think we're going to be better in the end. What advice would you give to marketers if they wanted to start in this commercial space? The best way to start is, I guess, would be to reach out to uh, you know just industries that use forklift. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what we do. We we just boots on the ground. We go out and we. You know, we we call on customers obviously, and just to see what they use in their facility. Um, but we have a number of of warehouse and distribution centers here in, in Atlanta, so it's there's a lot of that, uh, a lot of a lot of moving parts here in Atlanta. So we're able to uh, just reach out to. I mean, we can go and Google. I have different uh, uh, lead sources that we use, and um, but we'll, we'll just Google areas, certain areas, and then reach out to them, call them, go by there, and, and then we'll see what they're using and visit with them. Uh, I guess if you wanted to get started in this industry, that would be the way to do it. It's just to reach out to a lot of your industrial uh, or industries in your uh, commercial warehousing distribution centers that are uh, near your facility and start small, and then it'll eventually grow larger and larger just word of mouth and then advertising, marketing, and and all that go hand in hand as well. It's, it's different. Like I say, it's totally different than residential. So you have to learn how to how you want to manage it. If you want to do exchange, if you want to do fill on site, a lot of states don't allow you to do fill on site. So so if, if that's the case, 
uh, like for example, Arkansas, they don't, it's completely 100% illegal to fill cylinders on site. So you have to do exchange. Uh, here in Georgia, that's not the case. You can fill cylinders at that location or you can, or if the customer doesn't feel comfortable in you doing that, then you can do an exchange. So, you know, we, we do both. And uh, I'm starting to lean a little more toward uh, the safety aspect, uh, and that is doing exchange. Uh, I like exchange because you're able to do it increases your quality control and your business. And we fill our cylinders at the facility and when we do exchange. And um, as far as our cylinders are concerned, we check everything thoroughly and then we load them onto the uh on the truck and then of course it's got a piggyback on the back and then we just unload our cages and whatnot and it takes it, it cuts the, the you know when you're out filling cylinders it, it takes quite a bit of time when you're doing exchange it doesn't take as much time obviously at the at the uh customer's facility that is you know we're not having to fill each one of them we just pick up cages and drop off cages which it's a it's a it works well for us and we're growing in that sector. Do you find when you first reach out to a warehouse or um, material handlers, do they already know a lot about propane or, um, you know, uh, how do you make the case to them about the fuel? Surprisingly enough, they do know a lot about propane. I, I was, I was shocked. Uh, in fact, when I moved out here to Atlanta, I thought, well, you know, when you start talking to these people, they're going to look at you glazed over and not know what you're talking about. But uh, that is not the case. Uh, most of these warehouses and distribution centers know uh, a, a lot more than you think. And uh, because they've been using it for a while, and most of the people that I talk with are they're the, the decision makers for, you know, buying propane or either going in a different direction and so you know we have competition obviously in the in the forklift industry so um so you know that you're going to run into cases where there's they're going to have some electric some um some propane and, and some diesel what we try to do is bring the facts to our customers educate them as much as we can uh we have a, a very good um safety program that we that we uh, run through, you know, through our customer base, and uh, we we provide all these services for them, and try to educate them, like I say, on the the pros of going propane and using propane. Have you noticed any trends in the biggest reasons why they end up using propane um, for all of their operation, or some? Like over other fuels, uh, there's a lot of different things. I mean, the cost obviously it's not, it's not that bad to you know, uh, you know propane fuel is inexpensive. Uh, it's clean burning. That's really that's my number one thing. If if I'm going to see a customer and they're using diesel, more than likely it's a lumber yard or something to that nature. But that was that's one of the things that I really point out is that how how important it is to uh, to think about the environment make them feel, you know, it, it makes them feel good to know that they're using a product that's, that's clean burning and it's good for the environment. Thank you both for being with me today. For our listeners, if you would like more information from me, Gordon, or Jeremy, please email us at editor at propane.com. Thanks for listening.